0: greetings everyone and welcome to the grace peace and balance podcast by gabby abdel this is episode 95 and i have an incredible guest for you today his name is raul marin i'll be reading his bio short very very short bio for him and i will be posting his bio and social media links both on podbean and youtube for anyone who wants to get in touch with him and here we go Raul Marin is currently the senior manager of online learning at LCMC, which stands for Literacy Council of Montgomery County. He has worked in education for 15 plus years. He is also an entrepreneur running his DJ business for 15 plus years and has started to incorporate photography. Raul is an aspiring poet. He is a writer and will be releasing his poetry book this spring. I can't wait for that. In addition, this summer, he'll be launching a podcast focused on personal growth. I have all his links that I will be sharing. So for anybody, I highly recommend that you get in touch with him. So Raul, welcome to my podcast.
1: Thank you so much, Gabby. It is an honor and a blessing to be here to spend this time with you and your listeners um I'm ready to have a good time
0: (laughs) okay cool so Raul yeah I did I know this I know that you are a lot more than what your bio that I just read right now I know we are a lot more than that talk to me though about you growing up
1: well I was born on a day like today very cold (laughs) outside (laughs)
0: are you like a, a January guy as well oh yeah. oh yeah 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 okay okay yeah yeah i forgot
1: yeah. january twelfth, to be uh to be exact um, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah i was born on a day like today very cold at uh two in the morning uh i i was born and raised in maryland and so i've been a marylander all my life okay and uh, i'm the only son of four so I was all my life. It's it's been my father, me, my mother, and three sisters.
0: Three sisters. Are they older? Were they older, or like they're younger?
1: Uh, I'm I'm, you? I'm in the middle, so two older okay. and one younger.
0: Okay. So did you have trouble with them fighting and all that, or you were okay?
1: Um, we 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 we'd have the traditional, <laughs> uh, I guess, normal. Um, you know fighting and quarreling between me and, and my younger sister
0: okay <laughs> oh that is cute okay. but
1: uh, and then i think we, we we still compete with each other to this day oh about, about who's taller um,
0: oh okay you know, that is cute
1: little sibling rivalry thing mm-hmm. but uh you know i i just couldn't be blessed to more blessed to to be raised with with a, a wonderful mother and, and three sisters. Um, you know, bo- both my parents are from El Salvador.
0: From and, El Salvador? Uh-huh. Okay, well that I didn't know, okay.
1: And, and culturally speaking, you know, I, I grew up speaking Spanish at home because my mother said, this is part of who you are. Yeah. You, can, you can never forget that. Right. So I want you to promise me that when we're at home, you will speak Spanish. Uh-huh.
0: So we are had, you are you doing that?
1: On. We had to shake on it and everything. It like, yeah. you're going to promise me that you will speak Spanish. Yeah. Because I was growing up and I started to speak more English than Spanish. Mm-hmm. I know. And I think right around when I was seven or eight years old, that's when she said, no more. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I grew up speaking Spanish at home all my life. Okay. And Speaking English, you know. At school and, cool. and whenever I, I wasn't home mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and that's why uh, I think a lot of people just marvel at my Spanish because I don't have the traditional Salvadoran accent when I speak mm-hmm. Spanish and they're like where are you from like it's intriguing
0: I know.
1: <laughs> to be you know part of both cultures uh, yeah
0: you know, it's nice uh, so you're yeah. fluent now you can read and write in Spanish and everything
1: Oh yes, yes. It's uh, that was a, that was also a big part of my educational experience. Um, I I really had a passion for I, I still do, which is why I want I, I'm, I'm an aspiring poet and writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always loved writing so much that I really wanted to be a print journalist. I wanted to write about sports and entertainment and anything and everything. Because I it's like for for me it was like it has no boundaries no limits just give me something to write and I'll write it yeah and um, so I I I really wanted to be a journalist and um, I applied for the University of Maryland's uh, journalism program which okay. I think to this day continues to be what they call a limited enrollment program because okay. it's, it's it's very competitive okay yeah yeah and, the, uh, and they put you through what they call um, this class called journal, uh, Journalism Bootcamp. Mm-hmm. And I, I passed it, but <laughs> it still wasn't enough for me to be accepted into the, um, the, the College of Journalism. And so when, when I you know failed to, to reach that goal, I remember that my advisor was saying, I always recommend to my students that they have a plan B did you have a plan B? Aww. And of course I said, no, because, you know, I was, I, I dreamed and I was convinced that I would be in that program. And so, you know, I I, I honestly did not have a plan B. Mm-hmm. So we had this conversation about, well, what, what made you want to be a journalist? And I said, I just love to write. It's like, I, I can write in my sleep. I love writing. And so he asked me, "Have you ever thought about literature?"
0: Nice. And said,
1: Honestly, no, but I am intrigued.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: We have a huge, you know, literature um, program here, mm-hmm. and so I I chose to focus on on Latin American literature. Nice. And as you know, I mean, I mean, in any language, literature is 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 a big deal. Yeah. Uh, and so um, it was hard <laughs> to study uh, you know such giants of, of, of Spanish literature. I, I mean I I just remember I, I remember just seeing the library as my second home because I'd go, I'd go to take classes in the mornings, work at night, go back to the library because I had to type my 10 to 15 page paper on um, you know
0: <laughs>
1: whatever book we were studying at the time um it,
0: determination it, you were determined to oh, to do it
1: yes and i remember calling my mom to make to, to because she wanted to make sure that i, I wouldn't fall asleep yeah, because i was know. i was working studying and working all day and then going back to, to type a paper Because when I was at home, I was always tempted to turn the TV on or, you know, I I wouldn't be able to focus. Mm -hmm. So she said, call me when you leave the library so that I know that you're on the way. As early, or text me as early as it may be. Mm -hmm. I just want to make make sure that you get home because I know you're tired. And there were were times where I wouldn't make it. What
0: do you mean you wouldn't make it?
1: Like I wouldn't even go home. Where do you go? I would literally stay in the library the whole night. Because oh. the library was, was open for anybody who wanted to work.
0: To stay, yeah. So what do yeah. you do? Like, do you sleep on the, like, on the desk? Like, you know? what? How? No? That,
1: was the, that was the only catch. They would never let you sleep in the library. No way. You could stay as long as you wanted to. But the minute somebody saw you sleeping, because there were security guards going around all the time, make, making their rounds to check who was sleeping. So if they caught you sleeping, you had to go.
0: So how do you go the next morning? You have to go to school or you have to go?
1: That's, that was my fantastic introduction to coffee.
0: <laughs> okay, coffee. I, I, I am a coffee addict, if I may. Yeah, I love coffee. Anyway, okay, yeah.
1: At that point, I had never really been a coffee or a tea drinker. It just it never you know, piqued my interest. Mm. but I was like, I have no other choice. Like um, my eyes feel like bowling balls. I'm so tired. Yeah. And so that, that got me into coffee.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. So you did all that you finished. And then what, what do you do with it now with all the training and all the research that you were doing, the papers you were writing, what are you doing with it right now?
1: That, that, Brought me into the wonderful career that is education, uh, because you know, while I was at University of Maryland, uh, completing my degree in literature, um, I, I can honestly tell you, I, I had the pleasure of meeting my favorite teacher, professor, of 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 my life. Aww. I still remember my elementary school teachers, middle school. I remember all of my teachers, but that professor, he, he said something in a class that it just, I mean, it hit me like, like a ton of bricks. And okay, he what said, did he
0: say? Okay.
1: He said, get ready. Uh-huh. <laughs> he said, um, grades are just letters on a piece of paper. You I need honest- to
0: post that on Facebook.
1: I honestly don't care. Yeah, okay, you
0: need to post that because I'm not, I can't take notes right now. So you need to post that, okay. Grades are, go ahead.
1: Grades are just letters on a piece of paper. Okay. I really don't care what grade you take from my class. What I do care about is what you learn.
0: Oh my God, I just had goosebumps. I I wish everybody was like that, encouraging everybody, you know?
1: Yeah he was the only teacher in my whole educational life that has ever said such a thing. It's like, I only care about what you learn.
0: Incredible. Is he alive? Can he, are you getting in touch with he's him? Alive.
1: He's still alive. Yeah. He's he's 86.
0: Oh, so um, yeah. sometimes
1: it's a little hard to get, get a hold of him because he he likes to travel often with his wife and Mm-hmm. No, nice. He's yeah. enjoying his retirement for yeah. sure.
0: But that's something you carry forward and you teach others Absolutely. the same thing. Yeah, it's not about the numbers. Here, it's all about the numbers. Now the education system is, don't even get me started, Raul. Yeah. Don't get me started, yeah. So apart from that, I know that you like to read books.
1: Oh, I love
0: it. <laughs> you, you love reading books. So what books actually... Influenced you into your personal growth journey.
1: I'll tell you the one. There's so many. Yeah,
0: I, give me five. How about I let you give me five?
1: There's the one that got it. That started it all. Uh, is Angela Duck Angela Duckworth's uh, "Grit"? Okay. The, uh, the power of passion and perseverance. That I, that that book. I I cannot get enough of that book
0: i don't think i read that book unless it's been a long time that i forgot because i don't miss these things normally that's an incredible title it is okay
1: that that started it all uh, um, two years ago okay two years ago i went i was on a trip to ecuador okay to, to a a good friend's uh wedding okay and uh one of the one of the stops that I had to make was in New York. Okay, and so I'm just you know like I arrived from from D.C. I'm just casually walking around and just you know I was okay. early, so I had some time to kill and I was hungry, so I'm just casually looking around, walking around, and I don't know why, but for some reason I said, you know what I have I have not read a book. Since the University of Maryland days, because the, the you know all the endless um, all nighters, mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. the most famous yeah, all busy,
0: yeah, so many of
1: those, it just fried my brain. That I just I literally just had I had these these books and I just never pick them up mm-hmm. because I'm thinking, eh, books, I'm so I'm done. Okay, but here I am in this in this you know New York airport, and my eyes just immediately stop when they when I see that book, Angela Duckworth, Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance. I don't know why, but I just froze. And I looked at that book and I said, I think that I, I'm convinced I, I have to read this book. Because I, I was just walking around and all of a sudden I just stopped and I looked at yeah, that. Yeah,
0: that's when the universe is giving you a message. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: And so that was two years ago.
0: Okay. That,
1: that book, I'm, I'm telling you, Gabby. It's, it's... I gotta
0: grab it now. Okay, message it to me, the link. Uh, <laughs> I gotta grab it now. You got me all curious. Okay, and what are the other books?
1: So that's number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, uh, Jay Shetty. You, you know Jay Shetty?
0: Yeah.
1: He's, he's a wonderful, beautiful soul. Okay. Uh, I listen to his podcast like almost every day, every week. Okay. Uh, his book, Think Like a Monk. It's phenomenal.
0: It's I didn't phenomenal. buy it, but now that you mention it, maybe I should. Yeah. 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 I know I follow him. Like, you know, I listen okay. to some of his uh, YouTube videos and things like that, but I never bought his book. Okay. That's and cool. and then? Uh,
1: number three, uh, Your Best Year Ever by Michael Hyatt. Okay. Phenomenal. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the, the High Five Habit by mel robbins
0: okay those Something books okay
1: that i do every day as well
0: okay oh nice
1: have you ever high-fived yourself
0: high-five
1: high-five yes uh-huh. in the bathroom
0: oh uh, on the, the mirror
1: have, have you ever have you ever given yourself a high five
0: yeah because i learned it from uh i don't know if you ever heard of her louise Hay. she passed away a few years ago she taught the the mirror exercise. And also in uh, being, uh, you know, certified success principles trainer, this is one of the uh, things we teach.
1: Mm. It's
0: called the mirror exercise. Go to the mirror, talk to yourself. If you're embarrassed, somebody would hear you. Just make sure, close the door, lock the door and tell yourself how beautiful you are, how smart you are, how gorgeous you are. And yeah, and Louise used to kiss herself in the mirror. She had a mirror beside her laptop. And whenever she has a business call, she would talk to that mirror. The mirror is right there and the phone is right here. She would go talk to the mirror. She goes, okay, you beautiful, gorgeous young lady. You're going to kill this call right now. You're going to get this client. And she does. (laughs)
1: Like
0: I used to laugh a lot. Like I have taken a course with her her courses and she is absolutely. So I learned it from her. Yeah, I don't Mm -hmm. practice it necessarily every day especially like when when you're not healthy, like when I feel when I was sick, I didn't want to look at myself in the mirror, period. (laughs) Since December, (laughs) since December, like, and then I, because I was hit twice, three times actually, between from December up until this past week, technically. So Mm -hmm. I didn't want to look in the mirror. So uh, yeah, but yeah, it's a good practice for confidence. Um, And it works. People may think like you're crazy, but it does work.
1: It really does.
0: Yeah, it really does. Okay, it, so what are the top five habits that you must do to make each day great?
1: These are so powerful. Okay. Uh, so these these are like two combined into one because I yeah. do them one after the other, but okay. it, it, my day just has to start with these two. Okay. Prayer and, prayer and meditation. Okay, beautiful. Just, I, I, I just... You, you cannot go through a day without doing at least those two.
0: Yeah, me too. Your, okay. In your
1: morning or evening.
0: Either yeah. one. Okay.
1: Uh, reading, obviously.
0: Okay. Now, yeah, good. Journaling. Okay.
1: Journaling. Uh-huh. Um, planning your day. And I particularly use Brendan Burchard's journal.
0: Oh, really? I never, I'm sitting right there somewhere over there, I never used it.
1: No? Oh,
0: no. <laughs> it is sitting somewhere over there and then like I'm very much into my um calendaring okay yeah not only like for appointments I put reminders mm. yeah I do reminders and I do uh like right like mm. I do uh right by day like especially the top five um, things that I must do the next day, but yeah, but I never used it. I don't know why I bought it, and I don't know why I haven't used it. Don't even go there. Okay, <laughs> okay. So yeah, use it's You like it? Eh? It's good. I
1: love Brendan Burchard's journal, and I okay. highly recommend it. It's it's okay. called the High Performance Planner. Yeah, I know. Um, it it just what I love about it is it, it's it's uh, it's it's a combination of like you said, you have this calendar way yeah. of planning your day out.
0: Yeah. But as a
1: complement to that, there is a very nice like check-in part with yourself.
0: Okay. Oh, nice.
1: You know, my keyword for today is and this. why did you choose that keyword today? Oh. Things like questions like that. Yeah. Um, and the one and there's one, and one of my favorite questions that he asks is Um, who, who today needs my, a game? Oh, who needs my, a game. And my answer to that is always, you know, myself, myself,
0: always. Oh,
1: everybody needs us to be on our, a game, but who needs it more than anybody? We do.
0: You do. Yeah. I know we do. Yeah, for sure. We we do. Yeah. Uh, So there's this like really in-depth
1: check in with yourself, part of that planner, before you dive into, into here's how the, my day is Your
0: day, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Absolutely fantastic. So you're talking like Jose a lot. Because mm-hmm. I heard Jose also listed his, his, his day. Like for me, uh, it is definitely prayer. No gratitude. Thank you for a new day. Thank you for a blessed day. And then mm-hmm. prayer. And then yeah. affirmations. So the oh. meditation for me comes in the middle of the day and at night when I go to sleep. I Mm -hmm. would pray and then I would put in meditation before I go to sleep. So, and my meditation differs each time. Um, I use all the spiritual ones and then um, a lot of them from Dr. Wayne Dyer from, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Oh my God, how come I forget? I just deleted his email. Anyway, I, I have a few spiritual leaders who do an amazing with meditation and the deep breathing, it kind of relaxes you. I finished those. And uh, reading, I think since mid-December up until now, I haven't touched reading. Really, except now I'm reading the uh, uh, the happy pocket full of money. Remember I posted it? Me and my mastermind group. We, we, yeah, that one. I just started reading that one. I have a lot of books that I'm, I have to read. So those are the ones. So
1: yeah. And I can't forget the probably the most important one. Mm-hmm. Well, well, no, they're all important, but yeah. <laughs> for yeah. your physical health, exercise.
0: You oh, know. Exercise, yeah. okay. So I used to do walking every day by the lake, either by the lake or by garden. We have an absolutely beautiful garden, not too far, like a five minute drive from where I live actually, and or by the lake. But with the snow and everything now, I can't do that. So I just go in and go inside a mall and I do brisk walks sometimes or I do some exercise at home or things like that. But my favorite is walking in nature. And normally I would have a headset with affirmations uh, or with with something positive that I listen to while I'm doing my brisk walks. So yeah. yeah, it's been really cold here. I don't know about you guys
1: just as much here i mean i can tell you that one of the most amazing things besides those habits that i do in the morning uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> is to take a cold shower
0: oh my son does that what is with? i could not do it i tried it he goes to me mom it is really good for your blood i know that's good for your blood circulation and for this entire, but for some bizarre reason i could not
1: it's amazing once you get into the habit of it, I, I,
0: <laughs> yeah, ice cold. It's apparently really good for your blood circulation and for good. a lot of things. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: You start your day. Okay. Hmm. But no, I'm not going to do it. Seriously. I can't, I can't throw. sorry. That one is a tough one for me. I couldn't do it. Anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah the, the reason I say it is because, you know, it's been so cold here too, like tea. Yeah. Yeah. Teen. yeah that you know i have no interest in going outside to run mm-hmm. so what i have oh, done yeah, that's true yeah I do, I do these um i have on my i my i put on my youtube uh channel and, on the tv um these low impact but high interval exercises that are like 30 minutes yeah and i'm telling you it's like i it's like i get out of the shower i am like literally drenched in sweat
0: oh so that's you know. yeah, that's true actually. I have been doing like online uh yoga. Yoga is one of my thing because I can't do kind of since the stupid pandemic, we can't uh, do the live ones, which I used to do all the time. Mm-hmm. But now I do online, like you know, with the big screen, you know, YouTube, and you can do that. It is so good. It is so yeah. good. It is I'm so good.
1: Like, I don't have yeah. to go outside, I can just work out here.
0: Work out <laughs> here, I know, eh? Yeah. So another question I have for you is why do you think people, what do you think people need to prioritize reading books in 2022 and beyond, why should it, why should it be a priority for people to read books this year and forward. There's
1: so many reasons. But I think Mm -hmm. maybe the most important one is that I think when people take the time to read, you realize how much more we all have in common than we have different, right? I mean, so much emphasis is put on how we're different.
0: I know.
1: And it it creates so much tension and stress and discrimination, all of these things.
0: All of it. And then that's what I tell my son and his friends. And I tell them, Can you guys, all this young generation, they're stuck with social media. Now they have something called freaking clubhouse. They're there all the time and they're discussing all these things. And then uh, they're on social media all the time and and this and that. I said like, can you guys like turn off your cell phones one hour, only one hour a day and read a book? You know how many books I bought for him? And then he's like a very sweet talker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will start it today, mom. I'll start it today. And he's never touched seven of the brand new uh, books that I bought. He's into Bible, though. At least I have to give him that credit. And he criticizes me for not uh, being one of those. But he reads the Bible. Um, that's the one thing that he reads on a daily basis. He tries to get something out of the Bible. But yeah, I'll read it, mom. I'll read it, sweet talker. It's been like what, how many months? He's never touched any of the books that I got him. But yeah, and then especially the young generation, you know, they need to to start learning like the power of reading. It does not have to be science or geography or this and that. There are so many other books, like personal growth books, leadership books, that are so simple and easy to read. You don't get bored because it's not like a 600 page book. Um, and, uh, it can help them a lot because I think that the generation is lost. I don't know about what you see in your area, but what I see is that I don't see a lot of kids reading. I don't see a lot of kids, you know, uh, doing meditation or stuff like that. I don't, it's very sad to me. Yeah. So this is what we need to teach. Honestly.
1: And allow me to share with you a quote that I saw recently that just emphasizes why people need to prioritize reading, especially yeah. kids, especially kids, because they, yeah. they are so attached to these devices that like yeah. you said, like you can do it for an hour or, yeah. or, or take a break. And it seems like an eternity to them between when they stop to when they, they would like to use it again, yeah. right? Exactly, yeah. Um, but this quote was from, from Bruce Lee.
0: Okay. No. You know, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, Bruce, is a Bruce Lee once said, instead of buying your children all the things you never had, you should teach them all the things you were never taught.
0: Oh, my God. I think I had seen this a long time ago somewhere, but I had goosebumps again. Yeah. Absolutely like, incredible message. share it on facebook also one of these days share it because people need like reminders honestly people need reminders because we tend to forget
1: and there's a sub there's a sub message too you ready okay yeah yeah material wears out but knowledge stays
0: absolutely absolutely oh my god that is i didn't know that guy was that smart that wise
1: like Emilio says, that is just absolutely mic-dropping. Like,
0: yeah, <laughs> beautiful. I know, eh? seriously. Yeah, so beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, share that as well. Mm-hmm. So what is, before like we get it to the end, what is the most important lesson you learned in 2020? 20, 20, let 20. me just say 2020 and 2021. <laughs> Since the pandemic. Uh, yes, <laughs> I know.
1: There, there were so many, mm-hmm. but I will tell you the one that has has hit me just the strongest and most influential. And I and I listened to it from the John Maxwell Leadership Podcast. Mm-hmm. If anybody has never listened to that, it is just absolutely amazing. Okay. To listen to the John Maxwell Leadership Podcast. I mean, if, and if I any have person, all
0: his books, but I, I haven't been to his podcast.
1: If you listen to the podcast, you just don't want to get enough of it. Like it okay. is really deep stuff, and I and I and I say to myself, you don't have to be an, a, a business leader to to, to take to, to get the value from what he shares in those podcasts. I mean, this is for anybody.
0: For anybody wants
1: to personally grow, and and find that leader within themselves, because I I I, I always say this to people, um, regardless of your position in your job, your career, whatever, you are a leader.
0: Yes, absolutely. you really are. Yeah, a leader.
1: And 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 in that podcast, there was something that he said that I was just like, that's been the biggest lesson I've learned, and it is that. Um, when it comes to making decisions, if your mind and your heart are not in, the, in the same, are not on in sync, they're not on the same page. You don't, you can't make that decision.
0: I know. Oh my God! I tell that especially when it comes to marriages. Like any, I had a friend who was crying. She was about to get married and she was crying. I told her, like I asked her, like, "Is your brain telling you?" She goes to me. My mind says, "Do it." what about your heart? She goes, no. I told her, don't don't do it. She goes to me, but already like, you know, I already like told my mom and my dad that I, okay. And this and that I told her, no, I don't care if your heart is telling, you no, it is a big no, because sometimes like your, your conscious mind is telling you like, okay, this is a smart way to do things, but You have to go deep within. If the two of them are not in sync, it's not a good idea to do whatever it is you're planning to, not only about relationships, but in anything. Both your heart. I agree with that. That is absolutely fantastic. Your heart and your mind have to be in sync. Then you know this is for you, whether it's business, whether it's anything anything relationship or anything yeah absolutely beautiful oh my goodness okay I know that we can talk um (laughs) forever so how do you want people to describe you like what do you want people to know about Raul like as a final word I have two personal questions that I always ask at the end of my uh, podcast but how do you want the listeners to think of
1: raul who is raul like in two three sentences raul is one of those people that you need in your circle
0: yes you do
1: i think we all have many circles you know you have your your work circle your hobby circle your friend circle so many circles, but then we all have like that that circle, right? Yeah. You, you, you know that you, you have that circle of people that no matter what, you can talk to them.
0: You can talk to them and you trust them. You trust them. Yes, I attest to that. That is true. You need Raul in your circle, everybody for sure. Two o'clock, three
1: o'clock, four o'clock. It doesn't matter. Like I, do. I, if you, I, I need to talk to somebody.
0: To somebody, talk to me. I know there are a lot of people who are like um, they don't have somebody they can trust to talk to, especially people, now.
1: The people that you that you identify as being in that circle in your life, I'm one of those people.
0: Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So I think uh, all the younger generation need to listen to you and to listen to Gio because I think they have an issue. Uh, What I find from my son and his age group, they Mm -hmm. don't want to listen to somebody who is 56 years old. It's a totally different generation, but Mm -hmm. they would listen to somebody in their late 20s, 30s, up to 40s, early 40s, That is what they they would listen to up to 45, maybe. But if, like, anybody is a lot old or they don't think the way we do, things have changed a lot. That's the answer you get, right? So, it is a good idea that uh, the young generation know that, um, you know, people like you and like Gio, like Jose, like a lot of the other younger ones. Um, they can trust you, they can talk to you, and you can save a lot of lives that are like things are going really bad since the pandemic, Raul. It is really bad. Depression, anxiety has multiplied. What multiplied? Like quadruple. So uh, because most of them, they don't know, they don't tell their parents they're going through a thing. Some of them, they don't. If they tell a friend, that friend goes and makes fun of them, then they end up killing themselves. Oh, my God. Don't get me. This is a subject like very hard for me to talk about. But yes, you need you need a Raul in your that. corner, okay. in your circle. So that's that. That was absolutely beautiful conversation. Thank you so much. I have two questions to ask you that I ask everybody. I don't know why I'm, I have to ask those two questions. <laughs> I hope you haven't watched any of the videos so you don't know in advance. I like to shock people. So, okay. okay so if... <laughs> if... There are three countries, three mm. countries ac- from ac- across the planet that you mm. want to visit before you die. Mm. That like you really want to visit those countries before you die. What countries would they be? woo Woo, boy. <laughs> I know. I love that. I love it. Okay, go ahead. Shoot it.
1: Uh, Egypt.
0: You know what? You're my guide. You are my guy. I think you're probably the fourth, the fifth people that only uh-huh. said Egypt. The uh-huh. rest of them are like, I, I will tell you later, but Egypt, I love Egypt because it's all history, right?
1: There is so
0: much history in that. Uh, yeah.
1: History. It's like, you, you just cannot like not go to Egypt.
0: Like, I Egypt. know, oh my God. Yes, Egypt is number one. Okay, what would be the second?
1: Uh, the second one, I would say um, Thailand.
0: Thailand okay love,
1: Thailand. okay yeah okay uh I love the food I love the food
0: the Thailand
1: okay <laughs> uh, the food, food okay I mean I, I just love food from everywhere but okay. uh th- I really like Thai food and uh, I the, the few people from from Thailand that I've met they're just beautiful such beautiful souls okay and I'm just like yeah I can see myself just Living there, or like, or, or living
0: there or something. Okay. Feeling at home. You okay. Know. <laughs> okay. Go.
1: Um, so, yes. Um, the third? Egypt, Thailand. And the third one. Oh, this is a tough one.
0: <laughs> I know.
1: Oh. There
0: are so many beautiful places to visit in this world.
1: So many places. And I, I, I hope I can get to these three and more. Okay, uh, but uh, I, I guess I would say Brazil. Brazil, yes. yeah,
0: that is one of mine too. It's like one of my uh, my list because I have never been to Brazil or any of the Latin speaking. Uh, this I think, if life gets normal, I think my first would be to visit those places. You know, like yeah, excellent Brazil. My yeah. God, those are very good choices: uh, Egypt, Thailand, and Brazil. They are doable.
1: They are so doable. They
0: are doable. Yeah, it's very I easy. Can it's go very together easy
1: with the with the nice group too.
0: <laughs> yeah, with a group. Yeah, I think it would yeah. be because I speak the language, so you wouldn't have a problem. Uh
1: huh. <laughs> um,
0: because yeah, Arabic is uh, my I speak. That is my second, my third language. I think it is Arabic
1: so you speak English French?
0: No 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 French no no French. So uh, so my mom is Ethiopian so I speak Amharic and I speak Tigrinya two languages. Oh yes and then Arabic mm-hmm. and then English. English is actually my fourth language to tell you frankly
1: You are amazing.
0: Oh, <laughs> thank you but, uh, but I grew up like uh, I think it is when you grow up uh, the foundation of your education makes a huge difference. So the foundation, I, I grew up in a Catholic school with, although the nuns, italian nuns, it was an Italian run Catholic school, although I did not have good experience because they used to beat, to beat the hell out of me. Uh, and uh, a lot of things, but it was schooling was really, that's where I picked up my accent, by the way. And then, um, But the school was really serious and hard. And I think except for grade five, from grade one to grade six, I was the first in my class. Except for grade five, I was the second. And my mom had to go to fight because they told her, she told them how is she becoming second when everything is 100 out of 100. All her tests, they told her, oh, she talks too much in class. So because of that, they made me the second in class because i apparently i was talk talkative like yeah but anyway um mm. so yeah so uh to get back to our subject uh i think it is the foundation what were we asked like why did i lose uh what were we talking about <laughs>
1: uh the, the countries that i would visit uh
0: yeah 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 so yeah the oh. countries you visit oh that language so you would have a translator moi okay. Yeah, and uh yeah you have a translator so we could go as a group actually
1: no, you know yes. what
0: we could rent a bus and go for tours and visit all those uh this and egypt has the best cotton in the world followed by india mm. so that your mom you buy her cotton uh, materials from there she would love you forever yeah and then uh, the food is incredibly incredible not to forget that so yeah that would be amazing in the future god willing so that is that okay my last question would be if you had one dream that you would love to fulfill before you die that you're not working on right now but it's a dream of yours one dream before you die what would it be
1: to, to be with my better half
0: oh do you have one right now that is not oh so Oh, I don't have a daughter. Definitely, I would have wanted you for my daughter, but I don't. I only have one son. Oh, you will find the right person. You are an angel. You never know, like, you're going to find the right woman. She just has to be good because she better be because she will have a lot of mothers-in-laws, including from Canada. Yeah, she has to (laughs) be spiritual. She has to be, uh, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I tell my son. Uh, I tell him, Michael... I don't care what nationality you are going to bring me I don't care as long as she has a good heart she has a good mind, and she has values and she comes from a family that have some values. She is welcome. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, those is what those are what we look at right.
1: Absolutely. So they're
0: very, yeah, yeah, this, anyway, mother, yeah.
1: Same thing to me. It yeah. doesn't matter if she's not Latina. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I I I like you. I I grew up Catholic, and I I'm still Catholic. I am
0: not Catholic. My son is.
1: Oh, your son? Oh,
0: oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. My son mm-hmm. is because I had to have ha- have him. They wouldn't take him. I'm an Orthodox, but
1: yeah. they had
0: to have him uh, baptized for him to get into Catholic school here in Canada. Yeah. So I had to have him baptized Catholic. But uh, I grew up in a Catholic school. You were not forced. So you cannot just, you cannot, you're not forced to be Catholic. You can be there where even Muslim girls in my class, they, except when it's religion time, we don't leave, but the Muslim girls would leave. Mm -hmm. But for us, the rest of us, Protestant, Orthodox, everybody, they can still stay and learn the Bible. Uh, Mm -hmm. The Muslims, then they leave uh, during that session, they go to, they go outside play soccer or whatever, but uh, it was not like that. But here you have to be a Catholic baptized to go to a Catholic school, which Mm -hmm. I find very stupid because every Christian is, there is one God, there is one uh, this, but uh, you have to be Catholic. So that's how my son, anyway, but it doesn't matter um you tell me the
1: same thing you know yeah. like, it doesn't
0: matter if she's egyptian thai or brazilian i know
1: as <laughs> as long as she's got great values and she's yeah. a great person yeah. and loves you for who you are yeah. then it doesn't matter what shape or color she is i just want you to be happy with this yeah. person yeah and if, you, if she's not in your life it's because god is still you know doing his thing so that you yeah. can find her eventually yeah <laughs>
0: I find, uh, from my experience, I think we took a lot longer, sorry about that, but I find from my experience in the kind of jobs that I had, I worked in four different countries, right? I've worked in four different countries, so the people from that area, the Latino speaking, mm-hmm. uh, Filipinos, a lot of Filipinos also I worked with.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And And um, the South Asians, I find that they have a very good family value. Mm -hmm. They're very much into family and friends. So that is what I love about that that area. So I haven't been, unfortunately, I haven't been to the Philippines. I haven't been to any of the, even Mexico. That's not too far. I haven't been. But uh, the only place in Asia I have been is Hong Kong, China. Okay, Hong Kong. Hong Kong, when it was still under the British colony, just before China took over, that's when I visited. Um, Mm -hmm. That's it, I have never been like in that area, but it's in my dream to visit a lot of those countries, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. So yeah, you will find your better half very soon. We're gonna help you on that. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, my job is is, uh, actually to, um, I'm very much an energy reader. Even through the screen, I can read somebody's energy Uh and then I decide whether I trust this person or not. Like, I I think that's a gift I had from my childhood. We Uh didn't know about it then. And um, yeah, so um, yeah, so I can find out about her. You can introduce me through the thing. This is, I'm just joking. Okay. (laughs) Any last word we Uh got? Yeah, I think Uh we took a lot. Yeah, it took a lot lot longer than Answered, but it was just a normal conversation it was fun yeah any advice just advice to our one last advice to our listeners before we say goodbye
1: I would just say you know um make it a make it a passion every day to wake up with gratitude
0: absolutely that is absolutely beautiful thank you yeah
1: so many things that can happen in our lives that are negative that if we focus on them then yeah they do feel more uh they feel worse than what they truly are yeah
0: absolutely.
1: It, just, it really helps you go through your day more positively if we just wake up and count our blessings instead of our
0: exactly exactly like we we sleep in a nice bed what about all those children who don't have a bed they're sleeping on a floor with their families we take a hot shower there are a lot of children in this planet they don't have clean water to drink there are um i was working for unicef so i have seen a lot of ugly stuff in my lifetime so uh you have to be grateful wake up and say thank you and bless my day today when you eat food in my home, we're not like nobody would me. my son, we're not allowed before we say thank you and say a full prayer when, when, we eat, when we eat, whether it's lunch or dinner, even like if it's a snack, thank you. Because yeah. there are a lot of kids in this planet that they can't find even in my home and my network in, in Facebook, there are people who are doing that helping children, uh, at least they can have one decent meal a day. OK, I only have one son, but I'm very passionate about children and I'm very passionate about older people, 70 and above. So it just
1: yeah.
0: when I think about children not having like shoes and not having like two meals and they forget about three and then it just breaks my heart and I'm getting emotional. And I think we should say goodbye. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know I, I just get emotional. I'm very passionate about children and older people. Me too. Yeah. So gratitude, people. I agree with Raul. Wake up, say thank you. When you go to sleep, say thank you. When you're eating a decent meal, say thank you. And think of all those that are unfortunate. So gratitude is the title of this uh, as chosen by the one and only Raul. So thank you so much, Raul, for being. That was a lovely, casual conversation. It was beautiful. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for for this platform. don't think about the numbers of, of how many listeners you have because the message gets sent. They too. get sent, and, exactly. And, and we we may not know about it, but okay. this casual conversation could be mean the world to
0: Exactly, somebody. exactly. And people are sick and tired of the seriousness of life. You know, like, yeah, honestly, like for me, I have to laugh in between me cry. Absolutely. Yeah, okay, yeah. Thank <laughs> you so yeah. much.
1: My pleasure, and, and then
0: I am sure, like uh, when when your book is ready, which is going to be very soon. Now we're going to yeah. have another one here. We're going to yeah. have another podcast, okay? And we'll talk about the book.
1: And I will Thanks. sign my book for you with great pleasure.
0: Yeah, <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much, everybody. I will be posting raul's bio and all his social media links. Get in touch with him. He's a lovely gentleman. And if you have youngsters that are struggling, connect them with Raul. He will be of great help. And uh stay blessed until the next episode. I wish you grace, peace, and balance. Bye.
1: Oh, and, and by the way, um, for, for folks that know me, please, please, please follow Gabby's podcast.
0: Oh, oh yeah, thank you. Podcast and, the YouTube, and YouTube and YouTube channel.
1: You yes, yes. Because thank if you. you really enjoyed this conversation like I have tonight then yeah. you will you will also enjoy gabby's um youtube other youtube
0: interviews uh, yeah interviews as yeah. well okay. that,
1: that's my homework i'm gonna check out the other ones
0: <laughs> okay thank you so much thank you thank you thank you thank bye you everybody so yeah
1: bye